podcast informs listeners that the views, thoughts, and opinions expressed solely belong to the host and not necessarily to their employer or any other group of individuals. It is not a research report. It is not a recommendation to buy or sell any security. It is for informational purposes only and should not be construed otherwise. It's July 12th, it's a Monday, and you're watching me, Nikki Yu, also known as Faces Trader, and this is the Awesome 10X Global Market Update. So let's begin. So the biggest news, of course, is Virgin Galactic finally making history. Richard Branson, uh, Beth Moses, Dave McKay, all of the crew are actually back from space. So let's watch that five-minute clip from Virgin Galactic themselves. So let's watch this together. A letter to my grandchildren, Sir Richard Branson. A letter to my grandchildren. My dad, your great-granddad, was an extraordinary man, full of wise words. He would often remind me that life is wonderful, and it is that simple truth which has driven me as I built businesses, raised my family, and embarked upon my many adventures. You are at the very start of life. It is an incredible gift, and it is there for the taking. It will deliver highs and lows, but by living it to the full, by always trying to do the right thing, by keeping a childlike sense of adventure, it will indeed be wonderful. I used to think of space as a destination, but I now realize it's a journey with some amazing milestones along the way. Your lives will be transformed by space, and it will give your generation the planetary perspective which the future of humanity rests. Now we're all in this together, fellow travelers on Spaceship Earth. Today we pass the most significant of all is our beautiful BSS Unity, along with the hopes and dreams of so many first station built a regular passenger service to put humans into space. Yeah, 
Okay, so um, that was actually David Mackay's flight. And uh, last night, actually, the entire, the entire crew, of course, went to the space and back, including Richard Branson. It's a dream that he started since he was young, and he started Virgin Galactic since 2004. In 2021, they accomplished the impossible. And they did say to the world that we've made impossible inevitable. So welcome to the new normal. It's the space era. So let's discuss all the space stocks that are and should be in your portfolios. Let's begin. So, of course, without ado, we, t we told you about Virgin Galactic. And we felt that when they announced July 8th, indeed, even on July 9th, we said you should buy into Virgin Galactic even at 49 and 50 because we said your downside was limited here at 41 and your upside is still a questionable infinite because the question now is as you saw the very first car that mr henry ford showed to the world and as you saw the first apple iphone that was released in 2010 uh, sorry 2007 when you see commercial space flight just like what happened when the Wright brothers flew the very first airplane? This is to welcome the new world, the new world of astronauts conquering that big black hole that you will see in the future, that big black space. So um, you have to recognize that the, that the U.S., and not just the U.S., but also China, are actually in a space race. It's not just the billionaires, but it's actually a race of human beings to progress. So um, just as Richard Branson, our great and his great grandfathers, and now our grandfather telling to all the grandchildren of the world, it's actually a letter to understand that the world is infinitely possible as long as you are willing to persist. And okay, so this is Virgin Galactic. You could see that it's on its way to its all-time highs. It has never, um, it's been, uh, it's going to break all-time highs in my view tonight. And that all-time high price is actually $59. So I'm not sure if it will gap up tonight, but I'm pretty sure that there will be some sellers as well who, in, who anticipated about this great news of Virgin Galactic showing the world. So there are so far 600 pre-made orders paying $250,000. And as for Blue Origin, 
with which will have Jeff Bezos on the flight. It's gonna come out this um he's gonna go to space for eleven minutes, sixty-two miles. Um it's gonna be ten miles further from the Virgin Galactic, fifty-two miles above Earth. Um I'm not sure if it was 52 miles or 52 kilometers. I need to check again my numbers. But um, it's going to be July 20 and you'll see Jeff Bezos. So basically, you're seeing the new billionaires of the world are in the space, space barons. So let's welcome all the space barons together, um, one and again. So you're seeing 40 could go to about as high as 80 or 120. I'm not so sure. But given how large this impact of Virgin Galactic, which is really a validation of commercial space tourism, it's proving to the world that, hey, we can fly. Just like how, um, as I said, how Wright Brothers invented the airplane, and now 100 years after, we are all seeing it as a default. So there will come a time that it's just a default, that everyone's going to go to space, that are going to uh, moon and doing space mining, um, and what are these companies for those people who are, aren't aware? This is space. Okay, let's take a look at all of the names. This is Astra. So we said that Astra space was also in that uh, realm and it was already uh, going up. So you can see that all the space sector is actually on an uptrend and it's going to an all-time high. If this is your first time listening to the channel, we did talk about this in a vertical takeoff. Talked about Jeff Bezos going to space. And last Friday, we did say that the space sector is our top most uh, high conviction other than biotech sector, which is gene editing. Genetic editing, genome sequencing, all the CRISPR-Cas9 stocks. So this is the cutting edge of technology that we believe is going to be the forefront of the 10x technologies that you would love to have in your portfolio. So Chris Kemp, Astrospace, wait for them. They already have NASA flights and they actually do, um, sorry, they have NASA contracts. And we believe that Astra will continue going higher. Whether you're buying Astrospace or the warrants, we think that these are all buying opportunities. So Astrospace has gone from about 17 all the way to 13. Last Friday, those people are still buying the stock, are still buying at 13. And we think that it's going to go higher to about 17 and beyond, just like the sector. Take a look at VACQ, aka Rocket Labs. So Rocket Labs also rising from about 10 to 10.5 to 11.5. Those who are faster are also buying, of course, the VACQ warrants, which we said, and it's been going up almost 100% already from $2 to 360. We do think that sky's the limit for these. SRAC, aka Momentus, is also rising 100%. So this is SRAC warrants rising from $2 to 360 These are still dips to buy. See, that's going to go 6 or 10 or 11 So we're just holding our winners. Um, VACQ, Astra, SRAC, Momentus. Let's talk about um, Northrop Grumman. Lockheed Martin, of course. So Lockheed Martin is, of course, a winner on all of these uh, space exploration. Ticker symbol LMT. So these are also... Um, Larger capitalization, larger capitalized, and this is more of not a direct play, but Lockheed Martin, Boeing are also gonna be beneficial for for uh, for a lot of uh, jets and space rockets that are being formed in the future. So space missions, Lockheed Martin, Northrop Grumman, NOC. You can see these are all hitting near all time highs. Well, um, about to be, about to be. This Northrop Grumman you could see that it's actually on its way to actually making a breakout. And then for the people who want ETF, uh, take a look at this one, RKT, uh, sorry, Rocket. 
ROKT. So Rocket is actually the final Frontiers ETF, also trying to hit all-time highs from about $22 to $42. Still going to go higher. Any dips are on the way up. And uh, I'm actually never, I haven't studied UFO, Procure Space ETF, but I would assume that this is also going to be an interesting ETF to check out on. Now, in terms of all these uh, spaceships being created, you cannot actually deny that there are more SPACs coming in. This is just... This one I didn't study further, but uh, I am aware that these are also going to be leaders in the space future, the SPACs. GNPK, Genesis Park Acquisition. Genesis Park is still at 10.5. Take a look at the GNPK warrants. Usually for SPACs, I go for the warrants. GNPK warrants is actually hitting all-time highs, now trading at 3.1. So um, for, for all those concerned, what is the GNPK SPAC? What, is, what does it have to do with space? So uh, I'm going to read it for you. Since March 25, 2021, Redwire Public is going to look into, uh, uh, into a SPAC and through Genesis Park. So Genesis Park is taking Redwire Public in a deal valuing the management company at $615 million. It's going to deliver $170 million to Redwire's balance sheet, the full investor deck. Okay, so um, in, this, in this Redwire, this was actually a positive cash flow unique among the most recent space deals. Current estimated revenue is $163 million, expected to hit $1.4 billion or nearing 10x by 2025. Given the speculative nature, the existing revenue will be a positive and a ramp up to $1.4 billion will be a bigger look at more scrutiny. So take a look at how, um, how the near-term profitability of all these enterprise valuations are. Virgin Galactic's pro forma enterprise value is $7.5 billion, the most expensive because it's the, it's the one that's proving it. Momentous SRAC, $1.2 billion. Desktop Metal is also helping in the additive manufacturing sector for spaceships. AST Space Mobile, $1.4 billion. Astra, $2 billion. In terms of the highest revenues from all of them, that would be Redwire, although I would assume that Virgin Galactic's revenue is going to change in the next five years with proven um, capability. So um, at, at 1,000 uh, passengers a year with about $250,000, that's at least um, $25 million of revenue that could grow to about $500 million revenue if they can continue um, exploration and commercial tourism, space tourism. So valuations have increasingly become a big sticking point for investors, but the Redwire's deal deck has a compelling valuation versus the space-related peers. So um, in terms of valuation, yes, but uh, we'll have to see how, um, how this differs from Rocket Labs, how this differs from Astrospace, how this differs from other SPACs. There's a lot of SPACs going on. Why don't we read this? A lot of people have been talking about this hyper-fine SPAC. I've been reading about it in um, a lot of talks. So let's read all of these SPAC deals. Kosla is also taking Nextdoor public. So um, what is Nextdoor? Let's read that. VC veteran, of course, Kosla uh, Ventures, is announcing a $4 billion deal with the neighborhood social network Nextdoor. It's SPRQ set for voting tomorrow. Hot start for the week. This rise, uh, this rose 16%. It's led by CEO Sarah Fryer. This is going to be the second of three price packs for Kosla. Their first is Valo Health. The third is still searching. The other deal for this morning saw CFV announcing a deal to take Satellogic public at an enterprise value of $850 million. 
yeah, as you could see, um, the world is still um, very much into um, SPACs. This is actually another SPAC that is getting a lot of action. Heliogen, it is set to go public through Athena Technology, ATHN. Among notable uh, SPACs is a Women Board of Directors. So uh, the biggest gainers actually last week was Cosla Ventures. You're seeing uh, the Forest Road who had taken Beachbody public to still also be growing. You're seeing TPGY, uh, which is EV Box, getting some love. People like Steel, Steel Place, such as Legato Merger. Um, and then you're seeing eToro getting some love at FinTech Acquisition, FTCV. CCIV is going to change ticker symbol this week, uh, July, sorry, next Next two weeks, July 23, it's going to become Lucid Motors finally. And of course, Tuscan Holdings, which is going to be MicroVast Batteries. So um, why don't we actually take a look at this uh, Heliogen? Because so many people have been asking me for advice on Heliogen. And also this one, Hyperfine. Let me read to you the news first. Hyperfine, okay. Um, there's a lot of surge in, de surge in deals. East CND is going to become Circle. So that's going to be... Uh, for those who aren't aware of Circle, it's going to be a crypto SPAC. Circle is, um, as far as I know, that's, um, that's one of the large in, uh, investments uh, that's very huge with Goldman Sachs. So Circle is, I believe, um, if, if my memory is correct, it's a crypto-related SPAC. Now, this one, I'm also interested to check out and read. Hyperfine Liminal HCAQ SPAC Deals. Um, $580 million electric v uh, enterprise value. It's going to be with HealthCore, Catalio. Funds are going to manage by ARK Invest, Deerfield, and Bain. So um, let's read this business wire news for uh, Hyperfine. Hyperfine is the creator of the very first FDA-cleared portable MRI device. And Liminal Sciences will be listed through this combination with HealthCore, Catalio acquisition. So healthcare, biotech. So recently, all the biotech SPACs are actually doing well. We featured Jinko Works. We also featured um, Jinko Works and um, Jinko Bioworks as well as Cellularity. We like those SPACs. We also like uh, the recent IPOs, Graphite Bio. So um, let's see this news. Hyperfan is the creator of the innovative portable MR imaging system, Swoop. The Liminal Science is a medtech company dedicated to non-invasive brain monitoring and healthcare Catalio acquisition is a healthcare-focused pack. Catalio brings decades of experience investing in private and public healthcare companies. This transaction will mark the third public listing founded by Dr. Jonathan Rothberg, the four-catalyzer incubator via SPAC combinations this year. This transaction is supported by an oversubscribed $126 million pipe Participation from leading investors, including HealthCore, Catalio, Perceptive, Avidity Partners, Eldridge, and accounts managed by ARK Invest, Deerfield Management, and Bain Capital Public Equity. $580 million, Dave Scott is the presidency of the combined company. Mr. Scott has 25 years of experience building leading teams across digital surgery, digital health ecosystems, surgical robotics, medical imaging, diagnostic companies, including Apple, Verb Surgical, and ISRG, Intuitive Surgical. Scott Hanekins will become the executive chairman of the combined uh, company. 
It's interesting because for everyone who uh, who is aware, ISRG is the 40x small company that actually uh, pioneered the Vinci non-invasive medical um, surgery via robots. So um, this is the creator of the first FDA-approved portable magnetic resonance MRI device. Whoop. Okay, um, what else? And then key vital signs in the brain. You are taking the next step in our mission to provide affordable, accessible imaging sensing guided robotic intervention to democratize and bring equity to healthcare for people around the world. Liminal's vision is for the brain, including um, monitoring vital signs of the brain, blood flow, pressure. Okay, uh, let's read the uh, comments. Um, healthcare is rapidly evolving beyond the walls of the traditional hospital. Hyperfine's rapid growth is a testament to this innovative technology. Why don't we actually go to Hyperfine? Um, let's take a look on the website of Hyperfine IO. Founded in 2014, Mr. Don, uh, Dr. Jonathan Rothberg is a serial entrepreneur receiving the Presidential Medal of Technology and Innovation in 2016 for inventing the novel next-gen DNA sequencing method and has founded multiple healthcare and tech companies including 454 Life Sciences, Butterfly Network, Quantum C, Eon Torrent, Curigen. Wow, um, those names are just really uh, great SPACs. Haven't really studied Quantum, Quantum Psi. Quantum Psi actually went into the market via Kappa, uh, also through a SPAC. So um, interesting companies coming out. Uh, Hyperfine looks interesting for me. Um, good records from the people who are uh, telling me to study. Um, what else? Uh, just for news per se, I will actually tell you about um, this company called Maxar. So of course, Maxar, the satellite imaging company, is gonna be very much uh, in the in the thinking of many space space portfolios who uh, who wants to have a stake with companies that have years and years of experience. So Maxer Technologies, again, for those who aren't aware, what does Maxer Technologies do aside from satellite imaging? Okay, so um, they're leading space technology. Let's go to the website. It's a space tech headquartered in Westminster, Colorado, specializing in manufacturing communication, earth observation, radar, on-orbit servicing satellite, satellite products, and related services. So um, improving life on Earth from space, helping governments, businesses monitor global change, delivering broadband communications, advancing the use case of space with space infrastructure and Earth intelligence capabilities. This one is going to be interesting for your studies. And um, with a lot of news in space, these are going to be one of those pure plays that you can enter for space companies. Let's read this and watch why Goldman Sachs actually likes Maxer Technologies as well. Let's read, and I mean, let, let's watch this. Watch. So um, there's actually a lot more great companies. Another answer is GSAT, G-S-A-T, Global Star. It's actually trading near 150, 160. That is a buying area. And um, of course, you can actually just copy our recommendations. For those who also want to copy Awesome 10X, um, we opened a, a new account. It's going to be $5,000 every month. That means that for now, July, August, September, October, November, until five months, the total capitalization of my eToro account in Awesome 10X is going to be $25,000. You can copy all of our picks. So far, almost all of our picks are correct, except for Biogen. Why is Biogen down? 
Um, I've learned only around Saturday that Biogen, uh, there's actually an FDA approval um, investigation on why the Alzheimer drug was approved fast. So I think that tonight I'm just going to sell my Biogen, but everything else I'm going to keep it, of course. So you're seeing that I am in love with solars, with space, some weed names, some 3D printing, some uh, Editas Medicine, a lot of satellites, a lot of, a lot of wearables as well, and a lot of um, AI, artificial intelligence through Palantir. <clears throat> so let's take a look at Maxar. Let's watch this together. The CEO of Maxar Technologies on Space Infrastructure. Uh, I can't play. Why? Let me find it out. Maxar Technologies, CEO on Space Infrastructure. Watch. Okay, so while it's loading, why can't I play? Anyway, um, you can check it out yourself. Um, in bad news, uh, let's discuss about the fact that Tencent is actually falling tonight and continues to fall. Um, we have news that Tencent actually got banned. Um, there's a news in China wherein all the kids are not able to play video games from 10 p.m. to 8 a.m. So the Chinese government is trying to restrict children from playing games because uh, it's in the middle of the night. They want them to sleep and um, video games are addicting. And so that's the news. That's why Tencent is falling down about uh, 5% today. And um, the support will be about $500 or even this one, $475. However, a strong resistance on Tencent is also going to happen at $600 because a lack of people playing games. So Tencent is going to use AI. So that AI will recognize you are below 18 years old or still a young kid. And so you have to sleep already. So children have to sleep at a certain time. So the restrictions will actually um, be enforced in China already, which will limit the dominance or the, the ability for all the video games of Tencent to actually make some money. Uh, and and that's, that's what it is. So regulatory has always been a concern. Remember that this regulation happened in Tencent about three years ago when Tencent actually traded here at 330. So that was an implementation happening in 2019, and they're doing it the same again this 2021. So what I will assume is that Tencent is going to sleep for the next three, three to six months. It might take about December or next year before it can actually break above 650. In the short term, Tencent will have some selling pressure or um, just limited buying power. Okay, so um, any questions? Let's see your commentaries, if any. Please comment on QFIN. The fundamentals are great. They've gone down with the whole Chinese regulatory drama. Unfortunately, I wasn't able to study QFIN, so um, this is digital fintech. Um, in general, I think Chinese drama is going to persist for the next 6 to 12 months. And so from a sectoral standpoint, if you'll notice, um, the new account that I opened with eToro contains no Chinese names. So um, because I think that in the short term, no matter how great many Chinese stocks really valued, uh, value is there and growth is there, I don't think that there is any leeway to actually defy the government in the short term. So expect most Chinese stocks to underperform in the next three to six months, whether that be Tencent 
whether that be Alibaba and also Douyu. So Douyu Huya are actually suffering in my other account. I have them. I have many Chinese stocks suffering in my long-term account, but nonetheless, I do think they're awesome. It's just that um, you have to understand that in the short term, it might take some time. So it's a value play, Chinese stocks, but since we're diversified portfolios, we will make money in space, biotech sector, SPACs, maybe SPACs, um, indoor farming doing very well. Actually, AgriForce just listed last week, and um, a lot of Chinese electric vehicles continue to be very strong. So just concentrate on the men, you know, the fact that there's more than a thousand companies, 10,000 companies listed abroad tells you that there's so much leeway for you to make money in many sectors. This one, I'll study AgriForce next few days. Maybe it falls $3 or something for a, for a look on, uh, on the newest IPOs in the indoor farming sector. So... Yeah, so many studies, so many stocks to actually read about and study about, <clears throat> okay? Um, QFIN, I didn't study, so I can't really comment on something that I haven't studied. But Chinese stocks in general uh, are in bad news. I, I, I also read the news that Tencent Music is getting another problem. Tencent Music is going to go down further tonight. So, um, so these, uh, unfortunately, these bulls are going to be the resistance for the next three to six months. So um, it will be recommended to sell on rallies if ever there are still rallies, as Tencent Music will continue to suffer uh, drops. Perhaps Tencent Music could fall to $12 or 11 There's news that um, Chinese Legratory is actually, I'll read the news for you. I read it a while ago. China is ordering Tencent Music to give up their music label exclusivity. So that news was just an hour ago. Um, it will be detrimental for them. China's antitrust is poised to order music streaming arm of Tencent to give up the exclusive rights to music labels. The penalty is going to be $77,000. It's small for Tencent, but the impact is about the, the fact that Chinese regulatory continues to hound everyone. Mm, sentiment will be fickle on these Chinese stocks. Reuters reported the regulator was preparing to fine Tencent as part of a sweeping antitrust clampdown in the country's internet giants. Two people saying the company should expect a penalty of at least 10 billion yen. So that's a huge amount of penalty. Um, at the time, the social gaming leader was also uh, lobbying for a more lenient penalty. And um, they couldn't immediately determine whether Tencent is going to face further antitrust penalties and so forth. Uh, Tencent didn't respond to any comments, but under the terms of the penalty, the anti-regulatory uh, trust of uh, China is expected to also stop acquisitions of competing apps, Kugo and Kuo, for antitrust review. So they're really um, stopping all these antitrust policies. That's why they stopped the Tencent Huya Douyu merger on antitrust grounds. They're investigating Tencent Music as well, um, the equivalent of Spotify in China, for uh, pursuing exclusive streaming rights with record labels including Universal Music Group, Sony Music Group, and Warner Music Group. So this is an attack for all the big tech. Imagine if um, the U.S. was more scrutinizing on Facebook, Amazon, Apple, Microsoft, the fans in the U.S. So we really have a huge problem in the big tech in China in the short term. Okay, so um, that's it. And I hope you have a good day. Expect the night explosive moves on the space sector. Good night, uh, good morning, bye-bye, thanks.